Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo and this is episode 29 of season 2 of the Hawthorne Towncast. And I really appreciate you guys for all of you that um, that help share the podcast with uh, with friends and family. And yeah, we've reached, believe it or not, we're, we're up to 26 countries. And I really I want to thank everybody for doing that. Because even if you're not from Hawthorne uh, or a friend of Hawthorne's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's small town USA. And I love the support that everybody's giving to the businesses, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll keep that going on. This particular episode is uh, highlighting one of the foundations that we have in in the community. It's it's the Mark Sasso Foundation, and we're going to talk to Anna Marie Sasso, who lost her husband back in the uh, mid two thousands uh, to cancer, and started this foundation. And they they reach out and they help a lot of children in the community. Uh, and there's a big, a big uh, fundraiser that's coming up on July 31st. So she's going to tell you all about the softball tournament. We weren't able to do it last year. We're doing it this year. And a big shout out to Don LaGreca for for being instrumental in, in, in putting a lot of this together and, and, you know, putting so much time and energy into this foundation. Don, you know, big shout out to you and a thank you to you and, and bringing the ESPN team. There's there's rumors Michael K might show up for you. uh for you Yankee fans. So I'm going to let Anna Marie tell you all about it. And uh, listen, if you guys can't donate money, donate time, donate product. They do raffles. And just come out and be supportive. And the money goes to help kill, uh, children in the community. So uh, how bad is that, right? All right. So uh, enjoy the episode, everybody. And hopefully we'll see you on the 31st. We're going to do a live broadcast of the Hawthorne Towncast. And uh, hope to see you out there. All right. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody, as promised, we have a class of 1982 graduate of Hawthorne High School. I know a lot of you guys know know her name, know her, uh, and know the incredible foundation that, that they started, and we're going to talk about all that. But I want you to welcome, now, you ready for this? It doesn't get any more Italian than this. Anna Maria Terraglia Sasso, and, and for you laymen in town, it's Anna Marie Teraglia Sasso. It hurts. <laughs> welcome, yes. welcome on. I know it hurts, right? Doesn't it? Yes, yes. Well, thank you, <laughs> Flavio. It's so nice to uh, talk with you. I know. I'm so glad that we were able to do this. I know that, you know, I know you're a realtor, and, and right now, the way the business has been going in, in the real estate market has just been insane. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, if only we would lose weight as we're running around. Yeah. <laughs> no, just. It's wonderful how. Uh, Many people are able to get in the homes today, and very happy. No now, complaints. Now, here's what I thought. Now, you're you're a Hawthorne girl, right? You grew up in yes, Hawthorne. Sir. We're going to get into your background. But now, how many towns do you know? You you sold houses in a lot of different towns, right? Not just Hawthorne. Of course, yes. So definitely. you all over Northern Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. I always say, if as far as I'm willing to drive. How many towns? Now you can't say that because I drive to Chicago. It's twelve and a half hours. So I'm not licensed out of, the, out of state, though. <laughs> there you go. All right, so you stay in Jersey. Yeah. Uh, so listen, anybody, anybody listening, no matter what part of Jersey, this is who you want to talk to. You want to talk to Anna Maria Teralia Sasso, but you have to pronounce it correctly. So rewind this and listen to it a few times. 
<laughs> so let me ask you a I'm question. Not so tough. You could say it wrong, and I'll still work for you. Now, see, now that's a professional right there. I, I couldn't do it. If you started calling me, you know, Flavio, and yeah, I just couldn't do it. Okay, there's only there's one thing that I don't tolerate. Not tolerate. The one thing I will correct you. Otherwise, I espresso. I let no, I have an espresso. I'm having an espresso while I talk to you. you espresso, but not an expresso. No, okay. there's no X. Thank you. Thank no, you. Not a, everybody who knows me knows I'm not an Ann. Anna. I, I'm not an Ann. I'm, you can call me Anna, Anna Marie, Mary Ann, my mother's name, my cousin's name. You could call me Lisa or Linda, which is what I told you. You know, I, I wanted to be called when I was a kid. Just not Anne. Don't call. All right. Get that, everybody. Do not call her Anne. <laughs> and when you see her around you know, town. Everybody's going to call me Anne just to bust my chops. You know they that's are. That's how we do here. You know that's they are. That's how we do it. I should never have said that. I got a big mouth. Are you Anna Marie? Yeah. Oh, how you doing, Anne? <laughs> <laughs> I, I get a little bad taste in my mouth just thinking about it. All right. So let, let me ask you a question. Now, you're a realtor. Yes, you're at Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. You, you sell houses all over Jersey. How many towns do you know that have their own podcast? None. We're the best. Bada bang. How about that? We're the best. We not only that, but Brendan Anthony, graduate of Hawthorne High School. Do you know Brendan? Of course I do. He's the best. Brent, He's the best at what he does. You're the best at what you do. And you are We're the, the best. best at what you do. Well, I hope so. I just like to make people happy. But I think that this town is the best at what we do, which is what, Flavio. Yeah. Absolutely. We make people feel welcome. Hawthorne is a feeling. It's not just, not just you know, town. we're a wonderful town. No, town is perfect. I know. I'm not here to pitch Hawthorne. I'm just saying. We've all lived other places. Yeah. I have. Yeah, and we've I, been I, other I, places. Yeah. And, and so like Brendan a- Brandon Anthony wrote, he wrote a song, which we use as the theme here in the beginning and the end of our show. Uh, he wrote a song called Hometown. And he wrote it about Hawthorne. I mean, how many... And, and I saw your dad. I happened to see your dad. And I want to talk about your dad. What a sweet okay. man. I, Thank I, you. I happened to see him when I went to vote at Lincoln School. I saw him there. And, you know, I could tell his face. And, you know, just walking around like the mayor. And I introduced myself. And I talked to him about it. So I'm going to ask you. So if you're selling houses and, and, you're, and people are looking, they're like, eh, I don't know, Hawthorne, Glen Rock, Waldwick, we're looking around... I mean, to tell them, listen, go go and listen to the podcast. We've got our own town podcast. You get to meet everybody in town. You get to meet the mayor, the chief of police, the fire chief, Anna, Anna Maria Teralia Sasso. I mean, you get to meet Don, Don LaGreca. How about that? You get to yeah, meet all these people. You Mrs. LaGreca still lives here. I know. You get to meet all these people on that. Tom Mayernick. A lot of people that you graduated Birdie. with are on this podcast. Birdie is infamous. Birdie, exactly. <laughs> Fifth <laughs> Avenue Landscaping. So, so you know, when you're out there touting the town, you know, just mention, hey, listen, go go search the Hawthorne Towncast and learn about the town. That's all I have to say. And then call me, bring a bag of cash, and you'll buy yourself a house in town. That's it. <laughs> End of story. Sounds good. All right. Deal. So... Anna, you, mm. you uh, tell me a little bit about your background. I know you weren't, you weren't born in Hawthorne, but very close by. Tell me a little bit about your background. Well, uh, Patterson, uh, and then, you know, made the move over, my parents made the move over to Hawthorne, uh, I think I was about three years old. We lived on uh, North 12th Street, started school in Washington, and I think I was in fifth grade when we 
made the move to uh, Watsung Drive and then Ooh. to Jefferson School, graduated. Oh, stop it, I told you. Watsung Drive, how fancy. Yeah, I know, it's at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> right by the Gulf of Road. But <laughs> I, I love that house. We still own that house. That is part of my oh, really? family's history. Yes. That's so cool. It's rented out. I love that, that house is part of uh, my fiber and, uh, you know, my family's fiber. So um, I graduated Jefferson School. I'm not going to, well, 78, I guess it was. Hawthorne High School, 82. Now, did, and, you have, um, did you have Mrs. Zimmerman? I didn't. I had uh, Ed O'Connor. Ed O'Connor, yeah, I think they were they were at the yeah. same time, yeah, because we had Mrs. Zimmerman. And then I had, um, oh my God, uh, who's the other one? Jeez, Matarazzo. Matarazzo, yeah. Yeah, I got to get him on. I mean, he's still around, and I I see his posts on Facebook. Uh, Mr. Matarazzo, you know, it's interesting when it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, right now I'm in my late twenties, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I still have to call the teachers Mr. and Mrs. So. Mr. Matarazzo. Well, you don't call anybody by their first name. I, 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 my, my, think, thankfully, my children have. Exactly. It's called manners yeah, and respect. That's thing that has sunk in. Yeah, it is a matter of respect. So, Mr. Matarazzo, if you're listening, I want you to come on the Towncast and talk to people about mm-hmm. uh, about your life. All right, Anna. So, hey, now... Dimmi, dimmi, Fabio. Now, so, you... Possiamo parlare italiano? Senti, per tutti quelli che parlano italiano, puoi capire cosa sto dicendo, sì? But is everybody going to understand us? Nobody. No, maybe three, four people, max. <laughs> and, and most of those are family members in, in Milan. All right. So now you were born here, but t- your dad was yes. your dad wasn't born here. Your dad was born in Italy. No. Yes. All right. So Our I want to I want to talk about his immigrant story because that's these are stories that need to be preserved. And, yeah. and and I and I know I didn't tell you too much, but I, I you know I moved here when I was four. My my I, I was born in Milan, my dad in Sicily, and you know they took a huge risk. And my dad came here by himself without speaking a word of English, and barely speaking good Italian. It was Sicilian. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm you not know, nothing. you know what I'm saying. You, I do know. Your dad's from Avellino. You know what I'm saying. So uh, yes, I came understand. here barely speaking a word of English, other than no, and you know, and and slowly built built a life for us, and then flew us all over. And, and so, tell me about your dad's story. Wow, Fabio. Um, so my dad, I think probably, and I don't know how much I he may want me to divulge, um, but I can say that he was. He's the only son, and he has three sisters. And what, what was well, he—the youngest, the oldest, in the middle? He is not the youngest. He has a younger sister. Okay. And two older sisters. So, so he's third. the middle one. And by the way, for but everybody listening, this is Victor Teralia. I'm sure you may have seen his his realty signs around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, due respect to uh, to the man that that brought yeah. Anna and her family over to uh, to Hawthorne. Okay. He's a wonderful uh, help to me. Um, uh, so I'll just make it brief because I think you should interview him and I together. I do want I to get him a on. Wonderful I, story. I told but, him I um, wanted to get him on. He he he. Well, I'm I'm his sidekick, so right, he's my best him, friend. Push him, push um, him when I'm not fighting with him. But <laughs> <laughs> we're very much alike. So uh, I he's my rock. I, I 
really I don't know I'm I'm I just I'm stuttering because I can't find the right words without being too emotional wow, for the world to okay. hear um, but I will say this he was seven years old when World War II happened and soldiers came and overtook their home and my no no had built literally a bunker in the ground to hide his family in Avellino in Avellino in Atripada which is the provincia of Avellino yes wow. so, so as we talked uh, Avellino is like Pisay County and Atripada is their town, like Corton is our town. Yeah, yeah, wow. And um, there's much more to the story, which I won't go into, but when the war was over, um, my nono had a brother living in Brooklyn and said he wanted his only son to, because, you know, boys are more valued back then. Um, not true today, but, you know, that was then, in the <laughs> late 40s, early 50s. Uh, my father uh, was sponsored by his uncle, who lived in Brooklyn. His name was Pellegrino. He everybody called him Pete. It took four years, I think, four years for uh, the visa to come tr through. And my father was barely eighteen. He came over on the Christopher Colombo. Wow! With my nono, took two weeks. And you know that was not a pleasant trip. No, and and, and for you guys listening, for you guys listening, I, you, you know, you might think you understand what it's like. You know, some people have a, have a hard time when they go on a five day cruise, and it gets a little tumultuous. I've never been on a cruise in part because when I think of, I'm petrified, and I'm I'm a tough, and those a lot of people know me. I'm pretty tough, but the cruise, I don't know why, scares me. Yeah, because you're in a you're in a you're in a tube. You're in a you know. <laughs> this, I don't like I don't like not being in control of what's happening around me. And there's no way to get <laughs> off. It's not like I'm done. I'm I'm getting off. Yeah. Wow. So two weeks. So they came. Yeah, they came to Brooklyn. My normal stay with my father for six months, and then had to go back to his family. And my dad was here uh, pretty much on his own. He went to Utrecht High in Brooklyn to learn how to speak English, and uh, then he was off on his own. Literally. And he was told, oh, you don't speak English? 25 cents an hour would pay you to do, I, won't, I, won't, I don't feel comfortable saying the job. So he worked his butt off. And by the time he was 21, he was a supervisor of the factory that he worked in. Wow. And that's where he saw my beautiful ma. Oh, is that where they met? The assembly. Yes, in a factory. And she was on the assembly line, 15 years old. Aww. No, 16. Wait, there's five years, six years between them. Yes. So he did nothing but move upward. And as soon as he be could become a citizen, he became one. That was, that was, that was, I have to say, that was, how did he feel about that? How did he feel about becoming he a citizen? He is the most proud American citizen that I know. And that's why he is proud to be a part of the clubs that he's part of today and, and takes everything so seriously that even, you know, myself sometimes I don't take as seriously because it was so very, very, most people in his shoes will understand what I'm saying. Um, it, it really was so important to him. He remembers the date and he's 85 years old. I can't remember this morning sometimes. He remembers the date he became a citizen. I do too. I mean, that was, that was, a, that was a moment where I remember when my parents did it. Uh, you know, I was sitting there because I wasn't 18 yet. I was sitting there watching them say the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and everybody stood up and they all did it. And I, I was watching them and I could not wait until I could do it myself when I was 18. See? 
So you understand that, that my, my father is, he cries. I mean, when, when we're at any event and, and it becomes very uh, patriotic, I yeah. cry too. I think most people do. It, it really strikes, it's very emotional because we're, the sense of pride when you're doing something that is, we were raised saying the, you know, I don't want to go down that road, perhaps it's not the right thing to do. I know, I know. The, sense of, the sense of pride that you feel when when you are part of a country that you love. Yeah. I pray to God that never leaves yeah. anyone. And considering, and, and that's where I feel like we lose it sometimes, is when you consider where you came from, where your dad came from, you know, my mom in, in Milan, you know, at the age of 12, 10 and 12, and she was, she had bombs going off in Milan, you know, just, she, she watched, she watched buildings crumble and, and to think of, and my dad grew up, you know, youngest of 13 poor where, where, you know, they didn't have, they didn't have a bathroom in the house. They had a pot under the stairs with a curtain. Flavio, mango mi padre, okay? Yeah. Uh, Do me mango mi padre. See, see, see. And talk about bombs. They lived under in a hole in the ground. You don't even know how long yeah. to be safe. Yeah. So it was a, and he's telling me he was seven years old. How long, Dad? Maybe six months. Him and his three sisters and my grandmother, and my nonna was a vigilante, stealing grain from a silo to feed his family. I looked at my children who at the time still had their father so let's say they were six and 12 and i'm thinking oh my god they have a meltdown if they can't have the current xbox game exactly oh the hell it was. Uh, okay let's pull over and buy a charger i can't play my ipad because <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i'm gonna die if i can't you know yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's so true all right so so you does it we do it. We do it exactly. Okay, exactly. You know why? Because because we don't. You know, we know the stories of our past, and we don't want to relive them. But then, you know, I'm glad that you know things like this can can remind people of of where where you know your 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 ancestors came from. And a lot of people don't know their ancestral stories, which I encourage people to to look yes. it up and 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 learn about it because we are all immigrants all of us everyone in this country other than the native americans everyone in this country is an immigrant at one point or another correct, correct. and and it's un- it's sad that we don't have it documented for our own families and for others to share um we should do it and i'm grateful that you're asking me these questions about my dad because i know that's not what this podcast is about no, but um, it's 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 part of Hawthorne too. You. It's part of Hawthorne too. I mean, it's you know, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of immigrants that that moved to Hawthorne. They were they lived in Patterson. I know a lot of people listening. You know, a lot of people we had on the podcast grew up in in Riverside and other parts of Patterson. Mm-hmm. Then when you know they they built it up and they put put enough money together to find a place in Hawthorne and and it was interesting because someone had posted. Uh, like class of 1964, I think it was. Posted a bunch, a bunch of yearbook pictures, and I'm looking through it. And I'm like, like 10 percent of them were Italian, and you know, and over the years, as people, as people had settled in Patterson and then scraped and worked two, three jobs to 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 be able to to buy a house in Hawthorne, and then you know, when I graduated in '80 and you were class of '82, a few more Italians than that. During oh, yeah. that uh, that time, my dad, when when 
I was born. My dad worked three jobs um, and put himself through school at night through Rutgers. My mom, so she could be home with me and then my brother. Exactly. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Well, uh, I don't know if your dad's going to listen to this, but uh, Vittorio, thank you <laughs> for, for your sacrifice and for everything that you and your family's done. This attention span's not this long. I hope he makes it to this part, but I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here you are. Now, you, now you're growing up on the, on, the, on the right side of the tracks. You're growing up on Wachung Drive, and, and yes. you go to school. You go to school in Hawthorne. You graduate class of 82, and shout out to the class of 82. Hey, send Anna Maria, send her a little note, a little something on Facebook, and let her know you heard the town cast and tell her how much you love her. Uh, so you graduate high school. What happened after high school? Um, well, I, I was always working and uh, worked for my dad. You know, we had a little factory on Bunker Hill. What, were they, what, worked, what kind of factory? Huh? Textile mill. Of course, in Patterson. Yes. Um, uh, so I always worked there since I was little, or, uh, weekends and, you know, summers and stuff. And then I also worked for a, a local, in high school, on the work-study program, I think when I was old enough. Uh, didn't, you know, couldn't, didn't drive yet. Remember, I was young, didn't have a car. <laughs> um, worked for a local attorney uh, here in town. And I did that, and then I went to Berkeley Business School, got, you know, an executive uh, academia. Which attorney in town did you work for? uh, Richard Rosenberg. He was in the building right across the street from St. Anthony School. Everybody knows because he had that red Ferrari in the 80s, which... That was his Ferrari? That was his Ferrari, Right across the street from... Right right across the street? Yep. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty groovy. Did you ever get the chance to drive (laughs) Come on. Well, you know, listen, I was a very quiet kid. And I was his gopher. That's a yes. I was filing clerk. And uh, no, I crapped my pants because he's like, yeah, okay, so go to Diamond Liquors and get this Grolsch beer. And I'm like, I'm 17. Like, no, no, I got to pre-order it. It's paid for. I just got to pick it up. Then go to the bank and then go pick up my drink cleaning. And he tosses me the keys to this Ferrari. I'm like... Holy cow. Oh, my God. I don't even have a car myself. Like, my girlfriend to drop me off. Wow. Were you ner- How nervous were you? Nervous. Nervous. I was crying. I'm standing outside looking at this car. I could not even figure out how to open the door. <laughs> For the forever. Forever. And you, didn't want to, and you didn't want to go back in and embarrass oh, yourself. No, no. So, wait. Finally, one of the girls from the office, they opened the window like, you are right? I'm like... I don't know how to open the door. They're like, see that little tiny black tab? It's like in the corner, like at the end of the door, between where the door would stop and then like the back quarter panel. It's like an inch big. See a little black tab? I'm like, yeah, pull it. The door pops open. I'm like, no. thank you. I swear to Jesus. I'm like, thank you. And it was a Her stick. Was full on, uh, at five, five or six slotted speed. Well, listen, I ground first speed. <laughs> did you drive in first gear all the way to Diamond Liquors? I didn't even know how to drive a stick. <laughs> I did the best thing. But, you know, listen, you figure it out. Italians, we, we're not improvised. Exactly. Figure it out. Absolutely. I figured it out, but let me tell you, I was sweating bullets. I bet. After that, the first boyfriend I had that drove a stick, I'm like, okay, teach me. <laughs> and we fought all through Bunker Hill until Ana Maria knew, learned how to drive stick. 
right, so now, do you still know how to drive stick to this day? Of course I do, there absolutely. You go. Once you learn, you never forget, right? When, when my brother started working at the factory, I told him how to drive the forklift. See, your first car with a stick shift was a Ferrari. My first car with a stick shift was a beat-up, and I mean... That was not my first car. Hold with, on. No, no, with the stick shift. <laughs> that was your first driving with a stick shift. Yeah, I wouldn't call that driving. I'm sure I broke the car. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was a junky Ferrari with a hole in the floor, so I couldn't drive it when it was raining out because the water would come and spray up in me, <laughs> my face. All right, so you, you work for all these jobs, and... and mm-hmm. Work, 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 always. Yeah, always. Yeah, you know what? That's that's the uh, the generation. That's the generation we to. grew up with. You have to. So what are you so, going to do if you don't work? Exactly. So so keep going. Tell me tell me the uh, the rest of the story. Oh gosh. Um, well, I got involved in the restaurant business um, while still working at the factory. My father bought a building here in town that um, was a restaurant and still is a restaurant. So I can you say which one? Um. Well, now it currently is Stella and Danny's. There, there are tenants. Oh yeah, sure. Um, Ron Bender. Time, that's right. Um, and when my dad bought the building, it had just finished being Joseph's Cafe. I remember Joseph's Cafe. Yeah, yeah. So he, he he's on the building since late eighties. Okay. So then um, we opened it as Bella Luna. Um, so I was doing double time there, working at the factory, working at the restaurant. Wow. And it was hard work. Um, I, my life took me to the West Coast, had restaurants there, did very well. And you can do that. You can work 14, 16 hours a day when it's just you. Um, yes. And I always knew when I became a mommy, I'd want to be home. Sure. Orthorn is my home. You know, and listen, the West Coast, San Diego is beautiful, but it's not home. It's not Hawthorne. I came home. No, I came home and didn't want to do the restaurants really anymore because I had my boy and went back to the factory and I met Mark, who is my soulmate. And what was he doing? He was a corporate chef. (laughs) Of course he was. And said, you know, I'd like to open a restaurant someday. I went, oh boy. And he said, okay, what else should we do? And we decided we would become realtors. We went to real estate school together, and I continued working at the factory while he started, you know, working in an office, and what, I helped him at home at night. What year was that? What year did he start? Uh... We went to summer. We went to real estate school the summer of '98. Okay. And he started working real estate full time. Uh, I would say probably by January of '99. I remember the tags. I remember the tags around Mark Sasso <laughs> and, and and Anna and Mark Sasso. I remember the both of yes. you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I helped him a lot, but I was always in the background. Um, and then by two, you cashed the checks. What's that? You cashed the checks. Someone <laughs> well, has to. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know, he actually he man, he he was much better with the money than me. Um, but I know yeah, it's because you're driving around in Ferraris at the age of seventeen. Cut the shit! It was not my car. Look Come at you and Ferraris. Come on. <laughs> my first car was a, a Sunbird. Fancy, uh, uh, fancy almost cars. Ten, almost ten year old sunburn. <laughs> All right, cut it up. <laughs> All right, so here you are, nineteen ninety eight. You both get your real estate yeah, license. You're both, in the background. Yeah. And I'm working, you know, quietly behind him, but I'm still working at the factory with my dad. And by two thousand and four he was ready to spread his wings and have his own business. So uh, we we jumped off, bought a franchise, moved it here to Hawthorne and had terrific success. We really were you know, had a great partnership as husband and wife because 
he did what he did. I ran the business administratively, certainly had my license and, you know, uh, we worked together, but we had a great friendship and that's very important. Um, we were poised to open up a second office. We had the documents on the table, ready to buy it in Wayne. And he was diagnosed with a, a rare, aggressive, ugly cancer. And, um, so, uh, the same day that he was diagnosed, I called and said, we're not, sorry, not buying this office. I had to focus on, we had to focus on his health and, um, uh, God took mercy on him and he passed in three months, even though they told us he could live five to 10 years with that cancer, but it was just way too far gone. Wow. Um, and what year was that? So that was, uh, April of 2008. Now, how did we get to this fundraiser is that Mark and I used to stand, Mark went to St. Anthony's. Um, as did his brother and his four boy cousins. So six Sasso boys ravaged St. Anthony's Hall. A lot of Sassos. It's a, a lot, lot of rocks. Of by the way, for those, of, for those of you that don't know, Sasso means rock. So there's a yeah, lot of rocks. Our, our a lot, of, a lot, <laughs> a lot of rocks in St. Anthony's. There, there was a Mount, a Mount Sasso in the. <laughs> yeah, Mount Sasso. So we used to stand in the parking lot, you know, as our kids were waiting for the kids to come out, and he'd say, needs a playground so only school doesn't have a playground Hawthorne. yeah honey you're right and as parents do you know we participate in other we're, we're quiet we do things DL not you know don't talk about things but and for those of you that don't know DL means down low down low I'm sorry no that's alright I'm just translating um, uh, participated <laughs> in you know the school again any school if anybody who knows me and Mark knows that you know Many years ago, uh, I remember one of the schools needing a place to wrap their tricky tray stuff, and they were in our basement in our first office. And I'm like, it's disgusting down here, but they needed a place. And Mark was like, absolutely, come, use our space. Wow. So that's always been our philosophy, my philosophy, anything for the kids. You know, if someone needs help, never say no, whatever but it is. Was he, involved in, was he involved in building that playground at St. Anthony's? I was. I did it. You did? So... When he passed away, like he was, so this was the joke because he'd say, well, you know, what could it cost? $25,000. We'll get five families, you know, we'll chip in $5,000 and, you know, the husbands will put it together and I would fall on the floor laughing because he was handicapped. He could not put, he couldn't screw a nail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so after he passed away and I'm no young person, he was 42 and I'm 42 sitting in front of George Forshay and he goes, any place you want to make donations to? And I was like, what? Um, yeah, St. Anthony's School. And a week or two later, the principal came to me and said, you know, there's $22,000 here. Wow. Any, any idea what you want to do with it? Now, that came from all the people who love Mark. Wow. Our town. And I said, you know, I was thinking of playground. She goes, me too. So it was 125000 not 25000 like yeah. you thought. And we put together a, a, a committee spearheaded by one of Mark and my dearest friends, Bob Ganello, him and his wife, Denise. We, we've been dear friends. Our kids grew up together. We vacation together. And very important people from the school and the church. We built that playground. So four months later, my brother-in-law, Michael, put together the first fundraiser, the first softball game with ESPN. I don't know how he did it. He gets the credit um, for sure. 
Now, how did, did do you know how he knew anybody from ESPN? I mean, my husband was a big mouth. He would call in to ESPN. He would call in to Mike Frances. I don't. He always would call in. So I guess they knew the name. I don't really know the initial connection, but Don played football for Fred Crisatelli was his coach. So I have a feeling. And Mark and Michael, big sports kids here in town. My father-in-law and their uncle Nick Sasso were coaches, not sure. for football, but with baseball. A lot of Sassos. Um, yes. They almost so, had their own team. There were so many Sassos. <laughs> Anyhow, they're still complaining about the Franklin Bank travesty. Anybody who listens knows <laughs> it was terrible what happened. They made, I won't say the name because he'll get mad, but they made one boy not swing when he should have swung. It was a travesty. My husband complained until the day he died about this. So like, <laughs> get over it. You guys were 11. Like, come on. Anyways. I'm so grateful that my brother-in-law started that. Um, and then as I woke up in my grief, um, I'm a great event. I love throwing events. And this is my wheelhouse, too. So I took the burden off of him as it grew. It really started to grow, like, more than what we could ever have imagined. Sure. And teams from all over, like, more teams than what we could even handle some years. And Don never said no. And, guys, and- so you know, so Don LaGreca... Who's a Hawthorne? He he grew up in Hawthorne. Didn't graduate Hawthorne High School, but he grew up in Hawthorne. He's a Hawthorneite. He was on the Towncast earlier this year. We had the Super Bowl edition. So if you if you haven't heard that episode, make sure you go back. But Don Legrec has been very instrumental in uh, in in working with with Anna Anna Maria. I can't you can't say Anna Marie without saying Anna Maria. It has to be has to be with that little uh, accent. But he's been very very instrumental in, in working with. Uh, with you guys and helping raise money. So I want to talk about the event because I know it's coming up yes. and, and uh, it's, it's on July 31st. 31st. This is Saturday. We have a rain date. Now we've learned that we should have one for the very next day. Yes. But for that Sunday. Just rewinding real quick. Once we paid for the playground, I said, Don, you don't have to come. He goes, no, no, I love what we created. I'm, I'm still coming. So that's when I created the Mark Sasso Memorial foundation and we have scholarships now so we give the money to the kids talk about the scholarships it's a scholarship foundation it's to any Hawthorne resident graduating high school moving on to college to date we've given away $37,000 wow and in addition to that quietly throughout the year this is my personal thing any family that's struggling with a horrific disease financially it it is horrible especially if it's god forbid a child Uh. um our foundation quietly helps this is not something that i advertise it's not you know it's all about the kids whatever the kids need if there's a kid in need so i'm so proud and you know i've given don many outs saying listen you've put in 10 years we've paid off the playground he's like he he has committed and he loves doing this as much as I do, and I couldn't be more proud. It's become a legacy for he and I. Um, and there's a lot of people, before I get into Saturday's event, that make this happen in addition to Don. Bob Ganello, he takes care of so much that day, and before our dear friend, he's the MC that day, but there's much more behind it. He takes care of the refs, and, and so much. I, I can't even name it. Chris Gregg, from the town. Another another ninth, another class of 1980 graduate. 
Yes, uh, couldn't function without him. The DPW, uh, the guys that make sure the fields are ready, um, no matter what the weather's like that morning. The, the, the Hawthorne Baseball Association, Baseball Softball Association, they have to give me permission to do this. They forfeit. Diego Cruz graciously doesn't have his soccer uh, games or practice that day because that's where they do it. You know, we're short of fields here in Hawthorne. Yeah. He graciously says for Ana Maria's fundraiser, no problem. But he doesn't have to. Nobody has to. Right. Yeah, it's all it's, it's all volunteer. Everybody's volunteering. And I ask every year for sponsors to defray the cost of the playing cost for the teams. We started off with the team cost being 500 bucks for 10 people, $50. I found that the kids, meaning the kids, the, the younger generation, they weren't playing. They didn't have the $50. Sure. So then we came up with sending out sponsors, asking for sponsors. I'm a 501C. Your $250 donation is tax deductible. So that now the playing fee is 250 for the teams of 10. Now, so anybody, so, so anybody out there that donates $250 will, will sponsor a team. Right. And I try to reward that kindness with, I have banners up, I put their, their names permanently up on our banner, we chirp about that business all day long, um, any any information that they want us to say additional, if there's any um, product they want us to hand out or, or have on, on site, whatever they want, we, I reward that. I mean, you know, just like, I, you know, if you sponsor a team, Locally, you know, it's it's a it's a financial sacrifice. You should be rewarded for making that donation, well, not I, just a tax deduction. So I appreciate it very much. Those that have, and those that do. I I could tell you right now, and I know we didn't talk about this, but I could tell you right now that that the Hawthorne Towncast will definitely uh, donate money to help sponsor a team, um, because what you guys do is is amazing it's important and i love that that your focus is on the children of the community um and and again it's it's july 31st it's and july 31st yeah it's down at the wags right it's down at the wag ball fields and how the day goes is we start early in the morning what time the playing teams it, well we start around 9 a.m it's a round robin event so um bob sets up the schedule of all the teams and it's a round robin playoff Whoever wins the round robin, which usually that winds up ending depending on how many teams we have, and sometimes we have to limit it because we only have four fields to play off of. Sure. And sometimes you really can't three and two because of the you know we have a lot of them are they're men they're all men. I know, and the big guys, the big guys, the big guys are going to try to play on Wag Four where the fence is really short. And you're hitting balls into into Wagwell Road. Forget it, guys. It's the little people. The little people are going to play on Wag Four. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Listen, I have to. I've had to. I post signs about you know cars parking behind Wag One during the games because first year we had a lot of windshields get broken. I think yeah. Michael Brickle lost a windshield, or Michael K lost a windshield the first year. Did he really? First, he won. Somebody picked it. Yeah, I can't I, remember. <laughs> but um, I'm just going to say, it's your auto insurance, guys. It's not on us. Our insurance only covers if you get a boo-boo. That's it. And by the way, uh, Safe Flight, I've used Safe Flight before. They will come <laughs> right. out to your house. It is covered by insurance, and they will repair it. So just park your car and don't be a baby. 
and get there early enough where you where you could park somewhere safe. That's the bottom line. I went by four. Go play another one. Anyways, um, so the winner of the round robin then plays against the ESPN team. Ooh. That's the thing. That's why everybody wants to do it. That's the one. Now, and the ESPN yes. team, I know you have. Tell me some of the people. Oh, it's it's all of, uh, it's Rothenberg, it's LaGreca. Michael K plays occasionally, although he got hurt last time. Um, Don got hurt one year, and I always, that's part of my speech when we start. Nobody gets hurt. Disclaimer. <laughs> Stop sliding. Hurt. Stop trying to slide. No, okay, you're too old for sliding. Oh, my gosh. Um, let me see. Um, oh, gosh. You know, I can't remember the names. And you know what? And that's, and that's all, all you have to say is Don LaGreca. Come on. Hawthorne's own Don LaGreca is going to be there. But he uh, brings the whole squad, the whole radio show, all the radio shows. Those guys come, plus a few big names. He always brings some celebs. All right. Now, listen, guys. I, I talked to Anna before this, and I asked her about her website, and she doesn't have a website. You know why? Because she doesn't have anybody to do it. So I'm going to reach out to anybody that's listening. Uh, if you want to donate your time, volunteer your time to set up a website, for you guys that know how to do this, you know it doesn't take that much, uh, to set up a website for the Mark Sasso Foundation. And, and just it's something basic just to get it up and running. Right now you guys have a Facebook page, right? Yeah, that's about it. That's I, all I could do. It's a mouthful, so I'm going to let you say the name of the Facebook page. And I'm not sitting in front of it. It's the Mark A. Sasso Memorial Foundation. Softball uh, fundraiser? I don't remember. i got to walk back <laughs> to my office now. All right, search. Listen, go on Facebook. Listen, just search Mark A. Sasso. It'll pop up. It's got the ESPN logo on it. And I have the I have the event for this year created as an event, so you can get all the information. Um, in terms of the time and the place. And are you looking for volunteers, too? Because I'm, I'm going to try to put this I out. I absolutely would like people to help me because I do a little raffling of, of stuff. It's it's not much. Um, so I do need some, some people to help me with that. The snack stand always needs a few extra people to work, you know, um, in the snack stand. All right, so I'm going I'm I'm to put this out on... Uh, and I would, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I also would love anybody wants to make some donations, whether it be monetary, so we could buy more stuff, um, or stuff. If you have, if you have stuff that you think is worthy of a, a raffle, um, let me know. I'm easy to contact. All right, you know what? I'm going to dig through my. Uh, I Not do old a lot. Socks. I do a Not lot old. of. I do a lot of product designing <laughs> in, in China and in India. I'm going to see what I may have in storage that we can bring down there and raffle off for uh, for you guys. So, listen, guys, go on face, Facebook. Look at the Mark A. Sasso fundraiser or email Anna Maria at amsasso2, the number three. No, no. A, the letter A, the letter M, like Maria, Sasso, S-A-S-S-O, the number three, at gmail.com. Email her or look her up on the Maria Teraya Sasso. Look her up on Facebook and send her a message. If you guys want to volunteer, listen, you know, it was a tough year. A lot of people that, that lost their jobs are out of work. And, you know, if you don't have money in your pocket, you don't have change in your car, volunteer your time. Your time. It's, it's on a Saturday. Go down there, message Anna, and, and just say, Anna. It really hurts me to even say Anna. 
<laughs> on uh, message her, send her a, a, a message on on Facebook, send her a, an email, and just say, "Listen, I heard the town cast. I want to get involved. What can I do? What do you need? I'm there. What time should I be there? And donate your time. And and I and for any of you guys listening that have a team, I I want to play. I've been wanting to play. I put a couple of messages out earlier in the spring. I wanted to get back on the field. And uh, you know, if you if you're Willing to take these old bones on the field, I could still hit the ball. I'm a singles hitter, and I can, uh, you know, waddle my way up to first base. But if you guys have a team and you need a player, let me know. And 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 Anna, definitely going to uh, uh, going to donate some money to to help sponsor teams for the kids because uh, it's it's just a great event, and and I'm really glad that uh, that we're able to do it this year because I know, you know, in talking to Don earlier this year. It was tough because they weren't able to do it last year because of COVID, and and I know that was tough for you as well. You know, but I but you have to understand. I mean, we, the putting anybody at risk would was never an option. Absolutely. So we roll with the punches. This is the fourteenth opportunity, and we've only missed two. It's not bad. One because of COVID. So I am very grateful to everybody who continues to come and participate. I just can't be grateful enough. Um, as long as everybody keeps coming, we'll keep doing it and keep giving back. Pay it forward, everybody. It's You get it back tenfold in your heart. Yeah. Especially when it's for the kids. And li- life is short. And, 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 it very much is, and yeah. be able to, to give and, and to see. See, this is the nice thing is you get to see where the money's going. I mean, just... You know what you were talking about earlier, and 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 to see where the money's going to benefit uh, the people of Hawthorne, and that's that's what I love about this town, and I'm sure that's why your dad has been here ever since they moved here, uh, yeah. and that's why you're still here. Yeah, he, uh, 1967 is when we moved to Hawthorne, and that's he's the, never left. That's the year I moved from Milan. That's what we we moved here in '67. See that? Look at that. Just a little while and came running right back. And here we are, just just like ten months, ten years later, and we're talking to each other. Yeah, well, I'm 39. I don't know about you. I'm 39, I think. (laughs) I know. I'm a little. I'm 40. I'm 43. So I'm much (laughs) older. I'm very uh, excited for this year. And look, as everybody knows, this one is um, pulling this together with a short amount of time. I don't pick the date. It's I'm I'm doing this always that the the date comes from Don. I'm never going to complain. I'm very grateful that he finds his time to do this and bring his, you know, his team. We have a DJ in between, you know, the round robin ending and and uh, the beginning of this game, and we make it as fun as possible. I can't anybody wait. Who does, listen, anybody who does face painting and wants to come down and paint the faces of any little kids there. One year we had the dunk tank from the Hawthorne Fire Department. I'm open to anything, whatever makes it fun for everyone. Listen, guys, get Give on, get on Facebook. Send her a message. Send her an email at am like Maria Sasso s a s s o the number three at gmail.com. Ask how you can help. If you have products that you want to donate, if you have things you want to donate, and and like Anna said, listen, don't pull out old socks. Come on, <laughs> everybody. I, you know, I, I look at the web. I look at the uh, the Facebook pages. There's one in Hawthorne called Buy Nothing Hawthorne, where people donate stuff. It's like, hey, I've got a free stuff. I want to get rid of this. It's on my porch. If you have stuff you want to get rid of, you stuff you want to you want to give away, stuff that you were gifted that you want to re-gift but don't want to 
embarrass the people that gave it to you that don't live in Hawthorne, bring it down. They'll raffle it off. Anything to raise money for this foundation. It's a great cause. And, and again, I'm going to reach out to anybody that knows web design, especially you got you high schoolers. And listen, parents listening, if your kids are involved in, in web design or they're into that whole coding thing, mention it to them. You know what? It's, it's, there's nothing wrong with, with high school students or college students donating some of their time and some of their, their knowledge to developing a website for this incredible foundation. Am I right? That, that's, that, absolutely. I'm very appreciative. All right. So anybody, you, you, you have all the information. Make sure you donate. Make sure you, uh, you send her a message. And come on down on the 31st. I'm going to be there, and, and I'm hoping to play on a team, but I also want to cover it for the Towncast. And hopefully what we'll do is we'll do a, uh, uh, we'll record it, we'll videotape the whole thing and put it up on YouTube so people can see the highlights. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'd Thank be... Thank you. And listen, just note, if it rains, we'll announce it. Um, and we'll, our rain date is the very next day, August 1, this Sunday. Now, can people Sunday. can people like your page, or how do they uh, attach I think them? they can. Can they? All right. So go to the Mark <laughs> A. Sasso. Boy, you're so knowledgeable. <laughs> listen, you can't be great at everything. I'm a great... Realtor. And, and that's one other Realtor. thing. We, we didn't even talk about everything. that. And you know what? Kudos to Anna, Anna Maria because she didn't even promote herself. If you're selling a house, you want to buy a house, you know somebody that wants to buy a house, you know somebody that's looking for a realtor, call Anna. Look her up. She's easy to find on Facebook. And and she's she knows this town inside, inside and out. So, you know, there are very few people in town i know cali aj cali i graduated high school with you know there's a few people that grew up in this town that really know this town and anna maria is one of them so uh, on the realtor side i i promote you and 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 make sure people uh you know people contact you in case they're looking for to rent or or buy or sell appreciate that and on your side you know tell people listen hawthorne is not just the greatest town in the country with our own little park and our own little sledding area. But we also have our own podcast. And thanks to Brendan Anthony, how many towns have their own theme song? We have a theme song. I think we're the only one. And you're going to hear a, a little piece of that right at the end of this town cast. So, Anna, don't hang up because I'm going to, well, once I sign off, I want to say goodbye to you. Okay, uh, thank so, you so much. Oh, it was my pleasure. And, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And, and I encourage you to come down on July 31st. Mm-hmm. And if it rains, you'll find out. And then just come the next day. Come on Sunday. I'll be down there. Look for me. Look for Anna. Look for Don LaGreca and the ESPN group. Chris Gregg and, and everybody else. And again, anybody out there looking for a, uh, another player, I'm a mean short fielder and right fielder. Anywhere that uh, the ball doesn't get hit to me that much. We'll and get you I, on the field. Don't worry. We'll get you on the field. And I don't have to throw it that far. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody, Anna, thank you so much. And, uh, My pleasure. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk soon. Te ringrazio. No, grazie a lei. All right, ciao, everybody. Ciao.